ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय टुडे वी शैल हियर अबाउट द रीजन बिहाइंड व्यासुदेव्स राइटिंग ऑफ श्रीमद भागवतम व्हाट सरकमस्टांसेस लेड हिम टू कंपाइल दिस ग्रेटेस्ट ऑफ ऑल स्क्रिप्चर्स वी डिस्कस्ड हाउ द सेजेज एट नेमी शरण्या आस्ट अबाउट द हिस्ट्री ऑफ श्रीमद भागवत दिस वॉज वन ऑफ द क्वेश्चन और दिस वॉज वन ऑफ देयर क्वेरीज इन वॉट सरकमस्टांसेज एंड वेन एंड हाउ डिड व्यासदेव राइट श्रीमद भागवत सो सूत गोस्वामी स्टार्ट एक्सप्लेनिंग दैट टूअर्ड्स दी एंड ऑफ द्वापर युगा एज व्यासदेव इन हिज आश्रम एट सम्यपराश विच इज समेयर इन दी बद्रिकाश्रम he was seated in his meditation on the banks of river saraswati and in his meditation being an all knowing sage he could see the faults of kaliyuga so he could foresee the anomalies of the upcoming age of kali wherein everything deteriorates and gets degraded he could understand that the faithless people would become very dull headed and restless due to lack of goodness and therefore they will suffer more and more and they will lose all guidance no direction in life they will start living life whimsically so he started uh, deeply contemplating as to what could be done for their welfare and after some thought he realized that the vedas mention uh, the processes of yagya sacrifice uh, which are based on performing uh, the prescribed duties for every individual as they live in this world there are processes of yagyas as described in the yagya sorry in the bhagavad gita by performing which people's uh, consciousness can be gradually purified while they are engaged in their worldly pursuits getting their material needs desires fulfilled because people are not interested in god so vyasadev thought he'll have to give them something by which they can be allured and simultaneously as they get their material desires fulfilled they will get purified gradually because that's how the vedic rituals have been designed to uplift the consciousness of the performer to a certain level so vedas contain a lot of vedic rituals especially for uh, fulfilling material desires if you want a good wife good husband good wealth uh, prosperity elevation to heavenly planets and all stuff like this so people who are only bothered about getting their material desires fulfilled and we know that not always people get what they want so then they get frustrated so therefore the vedas have been created by krishna as he explains in the bhagavad gita third chapter text number 10 onwards and uh, these vedas contain the cycle of rituals so that people could be allured oh i want to fulfill this desire people think oh, where can i do it oh the vedas have a process so they run up to the vedas and vedas come are coming from god so indirectly they get connected to god so this was vyasadev's idea that uh, indirectly i'll Uh, get them connected um because the vedic rituals also put some rules and regulations on human life 
or uh, on human society so that way people will at least begin to live a life of uh, some regulation and they will spiritually make some advancement also otherwise to engage them directly in service of the lord uh, vyasadev thought is not very practical so he divided the entire knowledge the vedas into four samaveda rigveda yajurveda and atharvaveda then he also wrote the puranas which are the historical accounts from various parts of the universe uh, different episodes that have taken place in the past he also wrote 108 upanishads he gave the four vedas to his four disciples rigveda was given to pahila rishi samaveda was given to jaimini rishi the yajurveda was given to vaishampayana and atharvaveda was given to angira rishi and the puranas were given to romaharshana who is the father of sutta goswami sutta goswami is the one who is speaking the bhagavat to the sages of naimisharanya so these disciples of shila vyasadev in turn passed on the knowledge to their students and thus the various branches of vedic knowledge and their disciplic successions came into being and then he also compiled the vedanta sutra wherein he put the essence of all the vedas all the upanishads all the knowledge so basically he compiled scriptures to cater to every type of individual because not every individual has a similar kind of intelligence and they are not on the same level some people who are living a life of whims uh, animal life that means their life is only centered around eating mating sleeping defending uh, and the material desires is all in all for them to connect them to raise them to another level okay the vedas have been given with the rituals come here get your desires fulfilled and simultaneously these vedic rituals are designed in such a way that when the performer engages in them he experiences some sort of purification of the heart and he also gets his consciousness elevated because he is coming in touch with the vedic process now which is extremely purifying and the person also gets to hear about some higher knowledge that life should not be only centered around uh, i me and mine but there should be a higher goal some people are attached to the formless aspect of god to connect them to bring them to this path okay there are the upanishads then he wrote the vedanta sutra who are very philosophically sound uh, i mean people to whom simple things don't make sense so they need some intricate things so therefore vedanta sutra was designed compiled by vyasadeva it is very cryptic in nature the puranas some people understand stories and then people who are not very intelligent at all and uh, they are on a very very low level of uh, understanding or uh, worldly point of view so therefore he compiled the great scripture called mahabharat to cater to such individuals who don't have a very very evolved intelligence and therefore mahabharat if you read you will find it it has controversy conspiracy love drama war every kind of element which we find in materialistic society and our minds are naturally attracted by such kind of things that's why we go to watch movies they have all kinds of emotions like these so vyasadev has compiled mahabharat to connect such people also they will not come to god they will they don't even have the intelligence to come to vedas to get their desires fulfilled they're only interested in some morality or uh, this world so 
he wrote mahabharat in such a way that it talks about morality more and more although krishna is the goal of mahabharat but you one has to dig deeper to find out krishna to find krishna in mahabharat so he wrote mahabharat in such a when we read mahabharat we will find why is he written this this sounds like uh, every household's life story but there is a reason so that people will get, get attracted to such stories and then in the middle of the mahabharat he inserted the geeta so the main purpose of writing the mahabharat was to uh, make sure that people will end up reading the geeta eventually and therefore he wrote 1 lakh 10000 verses mahabharat has 1 lakh 10000 verses so he did this selfless task vyasadev with only one intention in mind welfare of society done selflessly he was not even getting paid for it there was nobody to click pictures every time vyasadev was completing one scripture he sitting somewhere in the himalayas selfless task with the best of intentions so much hard work and uh, no returns but despite accomplishing such a humongous task somehow vyasadeva was not feeling satisfied he felt completely dejected sad depressed and he couldn't understand the reason now if we write an article and if somehow it gets published in the newspaper we just throw a party we just start posting it everywhere and we feel so satisfied we are jumping all around and here is uh, and if what if somebody and here is a person who has done so much selflessly he has no desire for his personal name fame adoration distinction still his feeling dissatisfied what could be the reason vyasadev was thinking and right when he was thinking like this because he is an elevated sage he is intelligent he understood oh maybe maybe uh, i am feeling incomplete maybe because i have not specifically pointed out the devotional service of the lord which is dear both to the lord the perfect beings and which is the only thing that can satisfy the soul because that establishes the direct connect between the soul and the super soul and we are all parts and parcels of so super soul we are all parts and parcels of god so unless we have that pure connection with him through pure devotional service the soul cannot be satisfied we cannot be satisfied so therefore as he was thinking like this he came to the conclusion this is the reason and he was right but as he was contemplating all this his guru the great narad muni approached the cottage of krishna dwaipayana vyasa the great sage the compiler of the vedas the upanishads the puranas the mahabharata the vedanta sutra Vyasadeva was regretting his defects. So this was an auspicious moment in his life because his guru had descended into his cottage. And it is explained symbolically also it is very very important. It is explained Brahmand Brahmite Jeeva Guru Krishna Pai Bhakti Lata Beej 
that after wandering through various species various universes only a fortunate soul comes in touch with guru and krishna brahmanda bhramite kono bhagyavan jeev bhagyavan means fortunate soul so when somebody gets a guru in his life and i'm not talking about pseudo gurus fake gurus guru is one who connects us with god that's it there is no other purpose of the guru guru is not meant to improve our mental health to help us improve our business or to help us how to deal with our mind how to keep our body fit guru is not meant to teach us how to become happy on a material platform or how to prolong our stay in the material world a guru is the one who helps us with the process that can end our suffering forever by giving us connection with god that's it and if a person is not doing that then he is not a guru he is a cheater and a guru means he only repeats the word of god which is coming from the scriptures one of the qualifications mentioned in the padma purana of a guru is that the guru must know who god is what is the essence of the scriptures and he must be able to expertly pass on that knowledge to his disciple and the hallmark quality of a guru is that he simplifies the complicated message of the scriptures not that uh, somebody just uh, makes a simple message very complicated and somehow it be- it has become a fashion people go listen to some good orator who confuses the hell out of them they come back oh what a speech and somebody asks okay what did he speak oh that i couldn't understand but he spoke very well this is how we are living how superficial our life has become we are simply getting impressed by externals shallow so guru is the one who selflessly imparts the message of god to his disciple and he is also very expert at pointing out the defects of his disciples that means uh, and in fact this is one of the foremost duties of a guru he is not there to flatter a disciple a disciple who accepts a guru it's not a fashion he should be willing to be disciplined chastised criticized and accept that chastisement and criticism with a humble and grateful heart because guru is the only well wisher of a person because he selflessly trying to teach him the path of perfection which nobody else will he is the greatest well wisher because he has no expectations in return he doesn't want anything from us so he is the greatest well wisher and therefore whatever he says whether he is praising us or criticizing us both are his mercy and any person who is willing to humbly accept the mercy of the guru whether it comes out in the form of chastisement criticism or praise a person who is able to humbly accept it and continue his service selflessly humbly only that person will have all the imports of the vedas the scriptures revealed to him from within his heart only that person will be able to make smooth advancement in spiritual life and only such a person will be able to please krishna yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado yasya prasada nagati kutopi that by pleasing the spiritual master we please bhagwan 
and if he is displeased then krishna is also displeased god is also displeased so vyasadev welcomes his guru narad muni he gets up gives him a seat of honor narad muni is seated so narad muni after having uh, made himself comfortable he inquired immediately because the guru please understand whether the world knows or not but our guru and krishna will always know what we are doing what we are up to what is in our heart so we can never fool our guru and the lord and we don't even know need to go and advertise in front of them what we are doing they know everything so narad muni asked him he says parashareya mahabhaga bhavatah kacchidatmana परितुष्यति शरीर आत्मा मानस एववा ओ ग्रेट सन ऑफ पराशर आर यू सैटिस्फाइड बाय आइडेंटिफाइंग विद द बॉडी और द माइंड एज द ऑब्जेक्ट्स ऑफ सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन दिस इज वेरी डीप पॉइंट नारद मुनि इज बीइंग वेरी सरकास्टिक हियर ही इज कॉलिंग व्यासदेव द सन ऑफ पराशर वाज अ ग्रेट सेज ओ माय डियर सन ऑफ अ ग्रेट सेज बिकॉज़ a great lineage brings great responsibility and here narad muni is trying to point out that you are the son of a great sage but you have done a mistake you have not carried on the legacy nicely so he's saying are you satisfied by identifying with the body or the mind as the objects of self realization <coughs> what vyasadev had done he had uh, done a compromise he had not spoken in the scriptures what people needed to hear but he had given what people wanted to hear so he he was not kind of willing to displease the audience so people are not interested in god they are only interested in their material desires so vyasadeva was thinking what okay let me throw a candy so that at least they can come to the vedic path so he wrote the veda vedas vedic rituals here are your um different processes for getting your desires fulfilled here is a way where you can know more about the formless aspect of god here is a way you can know more about morality here is a way you can nourish yourself with some entertaining stories episodes here is a vedanta sutra where you can learn more cryptic thing your uh, uh, intellectual or intellect can be Uh, intellectual titillation they call it can be satisfied and uh, so that way he had basically compromised he gave them what they wanted he didn't realize that people do not have a very pure intelligence especially in kali yuga so he had ended up keeping these people in the name of giving these processes or these scriptures on the level of body and mind only this would only satisfy their mind or keep their body fit or uh, maintain their body and mind and the scriptures tell us clearly that we are not this body we are not our mind we are spiritual beings we are the souls we are parts and parcels of god body is always dead mind is a subtle matter it is dead we are the real person it is only because of our presence that the body and the mind are active mind is the part of the subtle body 
So Vyasadeva basically, in the name of spirituality, had given them some covered form of, uh, you can say, atheism we can call it in some sense because it would just keep them away from God as usual. It would not do any good to them. It would just keep them entangled in materialistic subject matters only because they will go, they will get their desires fulfilled and they will come back. They are not interested in something higher and it would further implicate them in the laws of karma and the purification that Vyasadeva expected to happen might not happen ever or it, even if it happens that only a very rare soul would come to that uh, highest level of spiritual realization about God, his devotional service and that to happen that might happen after many 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 lifetimes people would only think okay Upanishads God is formless or I mean Upanishads also don't directly tell us uh, clearly uh, who God is how we should serve him what is our connection so people will think Vyasdeva has written this is a priority so yeah God is formless God is some somebody who is to be understood some through some intellect and uh, uh, so Vedanta Sutra just people will get involved in understanding some cryptic things and not go higher people will get stuck with morality only by reading Mahabharat they would think this is all in all because Vyasadeva as the authority has given so this is it so all people will still stay stuck in the material realm only they have not been given the highest um, level of knowledge or realization which can truly satisfy them so Narad Muni continues Jagyasitam susampannam apite mahadadbhutam kritavan bharatam yastvam sarvartha paribhrimmitam He says no doubt your inquiries were full and your studies also well fulfilled since you have prepared a great and wonderful work the Mahabharata which is full of all kinds of Vedic sequences elaborately explained you have fully delineated the subject of impersonal Brahman, that is the formless aspect, as well as the knowledge derived therefrom. Why should you be despondent in spite of all this, thinking that you are undone, my dear Prabhu? So Narad Muni is sarcastically calling him, Master, my dear Master, you have done such great work. You have almost covered every aspect of knowledge. You have, tri you have catered to every type of individual. And such an important task you have accomplished why should you feel dissatisfied or despondent my dear master so this is uh, really really uh, not good for Vyasadeva or any disciple when the guru starts talking like this that means something is coming so Narad Muni he knows the heart of his disciple and he comes and uh, he straight away comes to the point because he's a pure devotee of the Lord and he cannot tolerate even a small deviation, smaller deviation from the ultimate path and a path which can truly satisfy each and every individual which is meant for each and every individual's real benefit and now he's going to um, now the discussion that will take place between Narada and Vyasa is so so instructive and especially how a disciple should be or how a guru should be and uh, how there should be no compromise uh, in terms of talking about the absolute truth that how we should speak what people need to hear and not like seek offense 
speak what they uh, want to hear that will only aggravate their disease that we shall take up in the next podcast thank you